Cat Cappuccino. It's Patrick Regan, actually. And Pat, it's so funny you say you're tired because I meant to share this with you guys. Last night, I did the amazing thing of trying to, for the first time in months, go to bed without taking alcohol, um, Xanax, Zequil, weed gummy, or anything. And would you believe it? I slept absolutely terribly, woke up every hour on the hour, horrific nightmares. And then I had the thing that happens only when you're staying, as I am in an old house at night, where at night there's a sound, there's this a little beeping sound. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. And then you wake up, it's gone. Where's the beeping? Oh, yeah. I am so tired because I stayed up too late last night. I watched uh, PYJ. No, PYW. What's that? Promising Young Woman. <gasps> I'm so excited to watch it. How do I watch it? Um, I actually paid 20 American dollars to watch it on mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Yeah, I saw they were trying to charging 20 for that. And I was like, I want to support the arts, but at the same time, when's it on streaming? Yeah, I'm in a place where I'm always, like, trying to find, like, something. I'm always hearing about something and, like, trying to figure out how to watch it. And oh, my path keeps bringing me back to Amazon Prime, which I don't understand if I have, but I think I have it. What else was on there? Um, what, what else what is other... on there for you? Um, you know what else I started watching but I haven't watched it yet? Is, this is so embarrassing. Allison, plug your ears. Um, no, Allison needs to plug her ears. Allison, um, plug them. <laughs> I watched, um, no, I haven't watched yet, but I was searching for, I saw somewhere Miss Scarlet and the Duke. Do you know What's that? that? No. It's literally from England and it's about murder mystery and that sounds great yeah it's absolutely set in uh, um the 1800s maybe i don't know maybe my, that's when it's at my mom watches this show that's called like farmer brown it's this british show where literally it's this town where literally a hundred people live but every day there's a murder oh that sounds incredible it's it's, sorry it's not high concept it's just like bad oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel like i really want to I really want to hold you right now. Like your sleepy voice is so sweet. Oh, You're like I've never, I never see you like I, this. So vulnerable, I, so sweet. I um, I when my when my caffeine hits, it's over for you, bitches. Yeah, you're really like ASMR-y right now. Am I? I you know, thank you. I do think um, I you're welcome. I'm having um, my headphones are being weird, so my voice sounds weird inside my own head. Wait, can you talk for a little bit? I'm feeling... I need to, like, wake up. Yeah, okay, I'll talk. So, what I wanted to share with you guys... What? You're like, no, not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, here's what has happened to me. I I came back to New York for literally three days, and I was like, I cannot be here. I was feeling so depressed. I would, like, kind of every hour, once an hour, just, like, get on the little rug in front of my bed, which is really soft. Shout out to Wayfair.com. And I would get in child's pose, and I would just kind of gently weep. And I was like, I need to get out of here. And so famously, uh, about a year and a half ago. Okay, yes. I I'm on the train too. I'm going to be talking to you throughout this. I just decided. <laughs> well, you'll, you'll be, you'll chime in at the perfect moment because I'm about to share a story about us. I just decided that I'm going to be talking throughout this episode. 
<laughs> Thank you. Seriously. <laughs> Thank you. A running theme of this episode is that I will be talking and contributing using my instrument, which is, yes, what I call my voice. <laughs> So about a year and a half ago, I famously lost my Say It With Me instrument and I tricked oh Pat my. and Brian to come to my family friend's house in the Hamptons with me. When we arrived, there was no heat. It was dead out of winter and we had to leave and stay at this motel in Eden, which actually turned out to be exquisite and it's Pat's favorite spot and he plans to go back there. But I asked that woman, I was like, hey, girly, girly, girly. She's actually Say It With Me, the woman who introduced my parents to each other, which is the most romantic oh. story in the world because without her... Guess who wouldn't have a podcast? Me. It's always that's always an interesting dynamic. Like the person who like um, I feel like it's very eighties. Like it's very like when it's, our parents were in college. There was always like a woman named Kathy who was the one who introduced them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It was like her friends were friends from his friends from college. <laughs> it is so it's so like when people like were young but could live on the Upper West Side and like have a loft, which is very Harry Met Sally vibes. I never saw it. My mom had what? a friend. My mom, this is so I won't, 80s. I won't do that to you. My mom had a friend in college who That's absolutely- That's so 80s. Who was obsessed with John, uh, John John Kennedy, John Boy Kennedy. What is his like nickname again? The what? Kennedy's son. Okay, everyone's looking at me like I have not even nine heads, but no, actually I actually ten. just don't know. Not you even know, nine you heads, know. but actually ten. You know what I watched, sorry to sidebar, was... um. Chappaquiddick, the movie about Ted Kennedy, where he accidentally kills Kate Mara. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, moving forward. Um, wait, so, you know, a thing about that motel in East Hampton, thank you, is what was incredible last year was we were the only people there. Yeah. Um, it was dirt cheap. And, um, you know, me and Angela actually did get in a fight during that time when we were there because I think it was after you left to go back. Me and Angela were staying for 18 more nights. We're obsessed here. And, um, <laughs> you know, it was November. And so what actually was on TV actually was um, Hallmark Holiday movies. movies. We're all saying it at the same time. Yeah, we're a Hallmark Holiday I can't believe we all said that at the same time. That was so good. Yeah. And so... I'm watching a few of them, watching a few of them, watching a few of them. And Angela's like not really getting into being watching them. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> so then the next one that comes on, it looks like literally created in a lab to be the best movie ever. Starring Meg Hilty, Megan Hilty as um as like a country music star. We open mm. on Megan Hilty, country music star in her gorgeous mansion being interviewed by an interviewer. Have I talked about this before? I feel like maybe, but even I, I talk don't about it. So I talk about it constantly. She's being interviewed by an interviewer, and the interviewer is like, "So tell <laughs> me, like, what? So your new album, like, what is the deal?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely a departure for me. It's really different. But my manager really wanted me to not be myself and make music that it wasn't me. So I did it. And I'm really excited about the album." And the interviewer is like, "Interesting." And then Megan Hilty um, is gonna go home to like somewhere. In the in Sweet Home Alabama type state, mm-hmm. and she is, and then she's going to New York to like do a big show on New Year's Eve, and she gets snowed in at her home, and um, she can't make it to her show, and she falls in love with a snowplow driver that she knew from high school, no. and so that's an incredible story, and I can't wait to watch it. We're like ten minutes in, and I'm just not really watching, and then all of a sudden I hear Kardashians coming from his phone. And what happened was he just kind of took out his phone and started watching Kardashians <laughs> while I'm trying to watch Megan Holty. Yeah. And so I'm like, this is crazy. So then I like turn it off. 
and I'm like, kind of get cold. I'm like, and he's like, why do you turn it off? And I'm like, no, nothing. I just, I don't, we're not watching it. So let's watch Kardashians like you want to. And um, we ended up getting into the wow. fight. And he kept being like, I'm Ice sorry. Ice queen, didn't, Pat Regan. He kept being like, I didn't know it was important to you. And I was like, the movie's not important <laughs> to me. It, we just were watching it. And um, anyways, So what do you think that, that was really about? No, that was really just, okay, first of all, now you're being my therapist who's always doing that. Um, Congratulations, I'm your new therapist. Yeah. Um, Wait, do you know what I found out? My therapist shared with me yesterday that she um, lifts weights in the shower. What? Yeah, that she's seems, like. I'm going to say this. That, that seems disordered. That seems extremely <laughs> disordered. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I'm allowed to share that, but I'm not revealing her identity. But like, she was like, yeah, I just like do some arm weights in the shower. Like it, what the like, hell? Like, what does she mean? Well, she actually kind of showed me. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, does she do like um? Yes, what, is yes. It the tries, she does what you're... tries and buy. Well, this is shoulders. She's doing shoulders. Y'all, she does. She does what Pat's doing right now. If that's helpful for listeners, she, kind of the raise when you like hold them, like pull it up, kind of potato sack dress. Like you're pulling up yeah. your potato sack before you go. Yeah, before you go to the <laughs> county fair. When you told me your therapist lifted weights in the shower, Catherine, uh-huh. I didn't imagine <laughs> that's what she was doing even. I thought even this, and now I'm doing bicep curls, tricep extensions. Those, if you're going to lift weights in the showers, then I, I see it being an arm exercise. To go for shoulders is crazy to me in the shower. Did she explain kind of what? She said that she, um, I'm like, is this my story to tell? But she said, I think she once dated, I know, she once I know. dated someone who I think did it and it inspired her. But I, it, it tracks with like. Don't the weights get wet? I think that's okay for weights. I think that's okay for weights. <laughs> I mean, many of the weights are kind of covered in neoprene, which is essentially like uh, surfboard, surfboard or culture material. Wow, she should go on Shark Tank. She should. Go, my therapist should go on Shark Tank. We were really having a cute chat yesterday. It was really like we were friends yesterday. I wish I could try to think of, I wish I could think of, I'm trying to think of like what my therapist tried to do therapy about the other day that was mm-hmm. like so not a thing and he was just <laughs> like, um, and he was really trying to like make it like a therapeutic moment and it was just, I was like, I literally just am like yeah, word vomiting towards you. Lately I've been like ending the sessions and she's like, we still have time left and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> wait, you know what I was going to say to finish my story? The whole point of the story that I started was that because we didn't get to use the house that time, our family, my family friend was like, I owe you a time in the house. So on Sunday, I rented a car and I drove alone back to the house. And I'm in the house right now because the heat works again. Yeah, I, I'm. Um, it's cool that there's like um, there's a large bookshelf behind you. I know you could tell someone like smart and old lives here. Yeah, one time that happened to me in a house in North Carolina. Mm. I ended up staying in a house in North Carolina that you could tell the person you lived there was smart and old. I love that's my goal is to have a. I'm obsessed with having a house now, a smart old house. Yeah, me too. I always go on Redfin.com. Do you know about that? No. Well, Redfin.com actually is a website with real estate, and so it's a kind of luxury. Uh, it skews luxury, and oh. so I love to go and like type in an error code, go nothing under two million, and just look at like incredible homes. Wow, I love that. You know what? I've never really stayed. I I decided I never stayed in the house by myself. Like, sure, I've stayed in the house with my parents. Sure, I've stayed in the house with a lover, but 
to go to bed in a, and I've sure I've been in an apartment alone, but to be in a house alone. The first night I passed out because I was exhausted. Last night, because I was trying to kind of be sober for one hour of my life. And I, I'm reading this thick ass, chunky, chunky book about murder that you would adore, Pat. Oh, what is um, that? What is that? It's called We Keep the Dead Close by Ben. Is it thick? So it's kind of my favorite thing. Well, first of all, no, it's not fiction. It's my favorite thing, which is nonfiction. But it's about, <laughs> I literally, sorry, I want to be clear about this. I um, have an English degree from one of the most prestigious universities in the country. And every time I hear the word fiction, I think to myself, not true, not true, not true. <laughs> like it is literally a doctor, scientist, give it to them when I die because they need to look up this brain and see what's going on in there. The point Ooh, is, it is so reversed. Like not true should so... be nonfiction. I know fiction should mean true. The and on this podcast, language... fiction means true. The English language is so crazy and confusing. People love to think it's one of the hardest languages to learn. Yeah, like when you're like um, in school and like the teacher's like, actually, the harder language is English. Yeah. And it's like, okay, <laughs> sure, but I, I know it, so for me, it's easier. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I still don't know how to conjugate a verb in the usted form, and they're like, you do it all the time in English, and I'm like, oh my god, so what? The worst is when you like um. Because I would never, like, pay attention in class, so, like, I would always do really bad in the subject, so you couldn't truly teach yourself, like, an hour before the mm. test. And Spanish, it can be hard to teach yourself that, because, like, yeah. when verbs come into play, when conjugation, conjugation, one of the most erotic words in the English language. I'm, I'm Drew Barrymore writing on the chalkboard, conjugation, the most beautiful phrase in the English language. Is Donnie that, Darko. Is that Drew Barrymore? Yes. Cellar door. Well, I'll, ne- I'll never forget cellar door, but it, was that Drew Barrymore? Okay, that, that was rhymed. Drew Barrymore. Okay, well, it is. Yeah, when I first learned about conjugation, and the teacher once again said, "Well, you do it in English all the time." I was like, "Not like this, honey." Yeah, not anything like this. I throw on an ing, and then that's it. Um. So it is time to open your ears to our amazing guest. You know, here's how I would introduce this girlie. I have been so lucky as to connect with a few amazing, powerful women during the pandemic. And I talk about them so much that my boyfriend's like, okay, you're leaving me for them. And this guest is one of those women who I'm like, okay, my new friend that I'm obsessed with. So put your ears up. Um, she's a, I don't, we don't usually say like what anyone does, but we'll get into it. Um, she's an amazing writer. Sometimes she writes in such a way that I'm like, this person is so much smarter than me, which is what we love to see on the pod. Put your ears open for Haley Nauman. Woo! The crowd goes wild. The crowd oh is going my gosh. wild. Now, Haley, you need to know going in that I'm in this. I'm in a place where I'm waiting for the uh, caffeine to kind of kick in and do its thing. Okay. Do your thing, caffeine. Okay. I'm okay. waiting for my turmeric shot to kick in, so we're all on level playing field here. Oh wait, what does that do? Does that wake you up? Does that make you feel awake for one single second? Because then <laughs> I actually need to buy it because it's what I've been searching for my entire life. Well, I literally don't know what it does, but I pretend that it's going to cure my hangover. Is it the kind that burns? No, I prefer it to burn. Like, I want to feel punished, you know? Me too, of course. Yeah, you want want something to burn because then you know it's working. Yeah, yeah. But this one doesn't really burn, unfortunately. Um, So, Haley, you're hungover. So, tell us, like, what crazy antics did you get up to, Gertie? Um... I just drank wine for some reason, you know, like it's a, it was mm-hmm. a cra- it's a crazy Tuesday morning mood to be hungover, but I just had some wine and then maybe a one glass of white, one glass of red, and then a, um, what, what did I have? A gin and soda. That sounds amazing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We don't, we don't know why. 
It's reverse days order. Days are so into incidental right now. Like I don't even feel like uh, any sort of national governing body officially recognizing re- recognizes days of the week anymore. You know what I mean? That's like, true. Although I've been trying to get onto like a, a Monday through Friday work schedule because it was too chaotic before. Yeah. Wait, what's your work vibe right now? Okay, you. I feel like you, first of all, you bury the lead because in she was, it was this amazing newsletter, but in the newsletter, you're like, and also I was mentioned this article, but there's this amazing article kind of all about your new work in New Yorker. Yeah, which by the way, uh, you know, the more I think about it, the more I think it was a backhanded compliment, that whole article. Oh, I disagree. I, you know what, I, I get what you mean, but it was this in this in summation of it was that like <laughs> you're like sh- whoever wrote it i celebrate that person don't know who wrote it didn't see Anna it, Wiener. It was, like shout out to my girl i feel like it was kind of like sh- she was jealous of you <laughs> <laughs> like that person remember that woman who wrote that like article about sally rooney about like it was like a, it like was it was doing drag as a review of her book, but it was actually just like the main point of the review was like why can't I actually be Sally Rooney? Do you remember that one? <laughs> why are people no. so mad about Sally Rooney? I don't know, but I will say that I don't think I'm I don't think I'm as big of a fan as uh, I would say I'm less than average of a Sally Rooney fan. But I, I've read conversations with friends and normal people. I like conversations with friends better. But I think everybody okay. always likes the first one they read better. That's my theory. Oh. I read normal people first. I read normal people first. <gasps> oh my god, you're the first person. That's okay, yeah. Guinness Book of theory. World Records. They broke the mold when they invented me a sweetheart. God must have spent a little more time on you. What a weird creationist song. What a weird creationist <laughs> song. Who was that? 98 Degrees. Did you guys hear that Backstreet Boys is into QAnon now? Are you serious? Oh. I'm sorry, that was a big left turn and I interrupted you. All of them? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I'm not up on all, but I know that at least a few have been doing some tweets. Do you feel comfortable saying who? (laughs) Share with us. Wait, I actually don't remember. Wait, Brian. Brian and... Okay, yeah. Well, Brian... Remember, Pat, Brian's son is a country star. Didn't we listen to one of his songs? Or was that with... That that wasn't me. Was that Billy Gilman? (laughs) Wait, do you guys remember Billy Gilman? No. No. That 13-year-old heartthrob? country someone please google him <laughs> allison someone. get on it bitch <laughs> get, on it, my, get on it my cousin allison he had that he had that um song one voice and there's like a video of him throwing a gun into a river i don't oh, voice was... <laughs> okay we're not is, and is the message of the song like who that, needs guns anyways because we're all one voice i think it i think it, yeah i think it was about gun control but anyway he had buck teeth and i was like thought i was gonna marry him well, is oh. he in the country music space? I don't know what happened to Billy, but he was at one point. Well, that's cool if he's in the country music space and he's talking about Oh, that's about oh. today. Oh, I don't like oh, that. It's a kind of a gay haircut. And I say that with love even as a gay person. <laughs> oh, I don't remember this person at all. Oh, wow. I don't know him at all. <laughs> wow, Haley, you're really crazy you're really bringing up <laughs> someone that we don't know at all you're really right? being I'm so sorry. you are you still drunk off your two one glass of red and one glass of right because you're being crazy okay wait girl so you as you were saying pat was asking kind of what you're up to yeah because you're like i'm trying to get on a monday to friday week. which is like girl so too are we all yeah um, i feel like <laughs> i so I have to write my newsletter every week, and I have a podcast that nobody listens to, which we Stop love. Stop it. Plug Guess it right now. Me. No, no, no. Um, I, what's I know. Secret? 
Tell that it's secret. It's yeah, it's only for paying subscribers. Wait. Oh, and cried. Wait, what were you talking about, Catherine? I was. I was saying so Haley has a newsletter called Maybe Baby, which is the oh. best thing I ever read. Every week you make me feel like I'm literally smart when I read your newsletter. I'm like, okay, I'm a psychologist right now. I'm a sociologist. <laughs> and and I opened every article you suggested. And I had a day of just I had all my tabs and I just kind of read articles for a few hours and I was like, I feel so intellectual. My tabs are so out of hand right now. My tabs are so out of hand. I have so many Chrome open and actually even so many safari open did you know that you can group your tabs on chrome pat what do you mean by that you can like group together similar ones that are for like a particular thing they can be in groups oh i didn't know that no i should do that for my porn tabs yeah (laughs) do you just keep them all open all the time i end up opening out of a weird ocd moment like too many porn tabs and um eyes bigger than stomach vibes eyes are bigger than stomach then when i finish so to speak. So and, to on speak. That, and on this podcast, that means come. On this podcast, <laughs> when I say finish, yeah, it, it means come. And But then I feel like I don't want to X them all out because I remember it's kind of sad after you come. Like, you were so excited just mo- – well, girls, I guess uh, – well, m- women – Thank a lot you. of women I can multiple orgasm, but with, I can't. You can even say that sentence. A lot of girl women have multiple. No, they're I like for I people don't with know. penises. I don't know, bro. I, <laughs> I, like right after you come, like with a penis, it's like the next moment you're like, I literally never want to touch another human being again. You know what I mean? Like it's like literally everyone get away from me. I don't even want to see any of this anymore. So I would you say keep for girl all open. But then I, I get sad. I get sad. Like they're your I'm like, I just was, yeah, I was like, I was so excited about all of these. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? Next time I'll save them for next time. And I just minimize that. Mm-hmm. And do you it's a weird back, OCD thing where. Add more times. I, um, no. So then what I do is like, then I kind of like go to the ones I've already watched and I go and see like related videos. And I'm like, is there anything I should be adding to the mix down here? Okay. And um, basically I'm like a hoarder, but with porn tabs. Okay. We I need all to have thank our them. I need to thank them and throw them in the trash. My porn. I need to thank them and X them out and Marie Kondo my porn tops. Marie Kondo your porn. <laughs> I feel like saying... that about my emails, like junk emails. Like I kind of feel guilty unsubscribing, even though I don't give a literal shit mm. about any of them. You know, and it'll be like, hard. Suck, you missed the mark. And then you're like, you didn't. I just, I just don't like your product. No. I know. I love when the, the new thing is like, click here if you don't want to save money. It's like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm actually going to click there. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be part of your sick world. <laughs> it's like weird reverse psychology that they use. I would say one thought I had in my tiny, tiny, tiny head was that there is in my personal experience, like, even though I can, as girl woman, have multiple orgasms, after the first one, there's still a second of like, ooh, but then you wait a little bit and you're like, now I want another. But Haley, what do you think? No, I don't really do multiple. Okay, you're kind of yeah. like, I'm done. I'm kind of a one and done gal. And how yeah, do you that's... feel about porn? And then how do you feel about porn? How do you feel about porn? <laughs> my, my opinion on porn is it's so unsatisfying to me. Like, I think it's all bad. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. mean I don't watch it sometimes, but I think it's all I'm just like so unimpressed always. I agree. You know what I got kind of into is audio porn. Mm. Have you ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think is kind of fun. Like, come here, little girl, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm the little girl. <laughs> and then, do you want to reveal your status? As what? What you, status? I, one of the things people on this podcast love to do is kind of not tell us when they have a partner. Oh, I have a, <laughs> I have a boyfriend. He's in the next room. 
Oh my god. Should I really adore him. Bring him in. Yeah, bring him in. Dash. I actually think he's working with headphones on, so he probably won't want to be brought in, but um now when how long have you been dating this person? We've been together so we met as roommates like four years ago. And AF. Oh wow, and was it like a Craigslist? Yeah, we were like random Craigslist roommates. I was actually just reading this like really mushy essay or like love letter thing I wrote to him early on about us falling in love that I was thinking of publishing on my newsletter as a little. You should. I would love no. that. Were there other people living in the apartment or was it just you two? It was it was four of us. And okay, that's actually better. I'm going to say that's actually better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then it wasn't immediately like cohabitating. That was yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he lived in a very dark and dank basement underneath the apartment with no windows or a door. Mm. So it felt like he was just sort of a, a creature. He almost wasn't. He a sounds part amazing. Of <laughs> I love creatures. He sounds so hot. <laughs> it was so, so hot. And we, when did you first, did you, did you immediately move in and you were like, oh, it's on with this person? Or was no, it because kind of like... I was controversially dating somebody else when we first moved in together. Somebody I'd been with for like five years. And five years is one of the longest time periods. Yeah. Why do you think it didn't work with that person? Well, he lived in San Francisco and I had moved to New York to like follow my dreams. Yeah. So to speak. (laughs) And And maybe now Cohen. And this is like five years ago. And then this is five years ago. So you've been dating your new person for five years? Four. We we basically fell in love like as Donald Trump became prez. That's wow. kind of our love story. So cute. So you're kind so of an LTR once again, very hot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't really want. I mean, I really wanted to be single. After I, uh-huh. up with my I bet one. you did, you slut. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I had all these ideas, but then I like I just fell in love with my roommate accidentally. But we sort oh of like God. didn't make it official for like six months because I was really like worried about getting in a relationship that fast. And then yeah, so it, but yeah, so was it like you just like hooked up one night and then it kept going, or was it like um like how did it happen? Well, we were at a little place called Three Diamond Door in Bushwick. Ever been? Mm. Yeah, no, I don't think I have. But I famously live in Bushwick. When I was sexually addicted to um this weed dealer who was so fucking hot i can't even talk about it publicly um okay high maintenance it was he li- and he looked like that and anyways he um one time he told me to meet him there which was so fucking hot <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i feel like that place it's way it got way too like crowd like i feel like it became like kind of a hellhole but mm. early on our roommate we we had kind of like a fun roommate dynamic where we all went out a lot together Oh, that's that's fun. the best. Really fun, and then like a a really good song came on, but I can't say by who. And we just got really into it and started making out on the dance floor, like out of nowhere. And our other roommates were like, "That I just did a job." Wait, wait. Why, why, why can't you say, say who the band? What? Michael Jackson. Oh. oh, you can say. You can, you can say. say. Problematic yeah, fave, can... deeply. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was, I was gonna be like, is it that country guy you keep bringing up at the beginning? <laughs> oh my god, falling in love to a Billy Gilman song on the dance floor. 
80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair, yet it's still not openly talked about, which can what? make... What? Yeah, no, it's not. Like, people don't talk about it. I, and you know what? Guess what? Who does talk about it? Me, during my podcast commercial break. And what I would say about it is that going through something like that can feel very scary and stressful, and that just kind of adds to the whole problem. Control isn't given, it's taken. Take charge of your hair growth and make the next few months your time to grow thicker, fuller, healthier hair. Nutrafol is formulated with potent botanicals to help you grow hair as strong as you are, ladies and gentlemen, and not everyone in between. It's physician formulated to be 100% drug-free, which is actually invaluable because a lot of those other ones do have weirdo side effects I have encountered. On top of thicker, stronger hair without lasers or chemicals, Nutrafol's ingredients may also help you get a handle on better sleep, stress response, skin, nails, and libido, kind of things we all are searching for in this beautiful thing that I happen to call life. That's right, Pat. So I would suggest everyone listening to this commercial break to visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for customized product recommendations that put the power to grow thicker, stronger hair back into your hands. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. Shipping's free and you can pause or cancel anytime. Does it work? Yes! yes! In clinical studies, Nutrafol users saw thicker, stronger hair growth with less shedding in three to six months. Nutrafol can help you achieve your best hair growth naturally. So you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and using promo code SEEKTREATMENT to save 20% off your first month subscription. This is their best offer available anywhere and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get 20% off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SEEKTREATMENT for hair as strong as you are. Um, wow. Wow. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. We are talking about Skillshare. Oh, my God. I'm serious. Skillshare makes it possible to literally transform yourself by taking small steps into giant leaps. It's an online learning community that offers membership that actually means something for once. And there's so much to explore. There are real projects you can create and you can find the support of fellow creatives. Basically, Skillshare is a website that empowers you to accomplish real growth. Right, Pat? I Yes, it does. And I feel like this whole freaking pandemic, there has been like an, an intense urgency to better ourselves from the comfort of our homes. And it's very hard to do. Um, but I find classes like this very helpful just to like kind of tick away at some sort of little practice. And I use it for my writing goals. Um, I am taking one. I've, I have spoken about it publicly and I will continue to do so because I uh, took one with Roxane Gay and I got quite a bit out of it and developed my writing practice and I'm very grateful. And there's lots of other good writers on there as well if that's something that you're interested in. And what I think is literally true and cool is that you have to practice to make progress. And when you're trying to get something done, achieving your goal is possible with these short little lessons and hands-on projects. There's nothing better than getting better. Oh my God, accomplishing growth. Let me tell you, it's extremely satisfying. Not that I've ever done it, but I am curious about it. And I will use Skillshare to do that. Do something today, Catherine, that you couldn't do yesterday with classes designed for real life. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable. It's 
especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops, which are studied with me $8 million a piece. Um, <laughs> so an annual subscription for Skillshare is actually less than $10 a month, which is very cheap. Okay, that feeling like when Skillshare is less than a salad? <laughs> Literally. So y'all, don't be scared. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash seek treatment and get a free trial of the premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash seek treatment. Um, first, Haley, on this pod, we have a lot of questions, but the first one is, who are you, who are you, and who do you want to be? Oh my God, I didn't even, to think that I didn't even plan this answer. It's casual. Well, you shouldn't have. Don't plan, if you plan it, it would be a bad answer. It was the right should. instinct not to plan it. Okay, who was I? I feel like, I feel like, well, so I used to work in HR. Which oh, is no way. a wild ride. What and I used start... to be a little bit of like a raver girl. So I was like a raver oh, HR oh. girl. Oh, I'm like Lexi from Cheer. You're like Lexi from Cheer, but make it HR. Wait, Lexi where would you rave? Lexi. Lexi from Cheer likes raves. Yeah. Oh, where yeah. would you read that with me? I would, I went, well, I went to Coachella twice. Whoa. I went to wow. Electric Daisy Carnival three times. Where is that? Um... That's in Vegas on like a dusty old racetrack, but they completely transform it. Would you have like special outfits? Yeah, I didn't wear like the furry boots, but I was definitely wearing like very tiny clothes in like bright Fuck colors. Fuck yeah, you're wild. <laughs> Would you kind of see the same people on the circuit, the rave circuit? Mm, no, because I feel like these these places were just so big. We went to smaller things too, but I went with like, I had like a, a kind of a group of friends that were like my party heads that we went to everything together. How did you meet your raver friends? They were just like my boyfriend at the time. It was like one of his friends from his hometown, but like he he lived in our area now. And I don't know. They just like they they did a lot of drugs and, you know, they were just fun. But I was also like I was very careful about my drug taking. So I was kind of a control freak, but like a controlled raver girl. You know, what I, mean? I was going to say you're coming off as very chill. <laughs> in what sense? Are you okay with that? Like whenever someone's sure you're like, okay with that. that's how you're coming off. That's chill. <laughs> whenever that someone's okay like, yeah, we like did drugs. I'm just like, wow, I'd be freaking out. Like, what <laughs> did you feel like on drugs? <laughs> Wait, but also, what's interesting is then you'd wake up on Monday morning and you would go and be right. a HR girl, double life. That's right. And I was like, t- I was like firing people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who were like ten years older than me? <laughs> that is crazy. Did anyone ever shout at you when you fired them? No, but people cried. And yeah. then I would want to cry, you know? Oh. Yeah. It's really Wait, sad. I, wanted... I didn't like firing people at all. So that's, and you, so you had go. to find a release. And so you, mm-hmm. that's why you got into the raves. And that's why you got so into drugs. And, <laughs> I really and that's why everything crumbled. Wait, I, I want to see like a cable streaming program about an HR girl who um, leads a secret life as a DJ. <laughs> Dude, you know who I have a meeting with in a couple of weeks? Who? Shondaland? No. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Should I pitch them? Yes. Should I pitch them the HR story. Do you know that I'm a, I'm a big fan of Shondaland and I'm a big oh, fan sorry. of the different properties that they have, especially mm-hmm. Grey. Grey's is huge for me. Oh, you're still watching yeah. Grey's? I am still watching Grey's currently okay. up to date. I've seen every episode <laughs> and I'm on winter break waiting for it to make its return. So what do you think you're going to pitch to Shondaland? I am not gonna pitch anything, but they. Well, I mean, we'll see. But they it's just, secret, obviously. They just they reached out, so to speak. I and bet they, they were did. like, 
they were like, we saw in the New Yorker article that you're interested in screenwriting. We love <gasps> your we love your writing. Do you want to like meet and like talk about? Possibly? There we go. Oh my god. I'm gonna be. I want on uh, Bridgerton season two. I'm ready to write to write it. Oh, I, ha- I have to watch I, Bridgerton. I watched a few minutes of the pilot. It's good. Huge friend of the pod, Nicola. It's bad. Conklin. Right. Friend of the pod, Nicola, who's an absolute star. She is so sweet and such a star. Um, So I need to watch the show because we adore her on this pod. So we need to keep watching that. Wait, so Haley, you grew up in Cali? Yeah, in the Bay Area. Uh, where is that? What is that? The Bay, like San Francisco. Oh, the Bay, Bay Area. area. Yeah, I thought you yeah. said Abaria. It sounded almost like a Narnia space. Ooh, Abaria. Yeah, from Abaria. Like snow starts <laughs> falling in her apartment. She's like, I'm from Abaria. I love the Bay Area. I love the Bay Area and I went there twice. I went there twice three summers ago. Mm. (laughs) What do you love about it? Um, I don't know. It felt like there was a lot of green space there. It felt um I went on really nice runs there as my was my main takeaway. It is really pretty. The what I like that the weather is it's like it's like seasons light. Like Mm -hmm. winter does feel different from summer, but only in like a tiny way. Yeah, but I, I like the seasons now that I'm in a real a real city. I don't <laughs> care about the seasons. Friendly Blitz um, over here. Um, are you Oakland version or San Francisco version? Well, I lived in this. I grew up in the South Bay, but I lived in San Francisco for like five years, and then I moved to New York. But I feel like I don't know. I don't. I feel like I have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about San Francisco because I just my life got so much better when I moved to New York. Okay, so then. It, so who are you? You're in San Francisco. What was what was high school Haley like? I was I was a really big athlete. Like oh, I just cool. did every sport. <laughs> it was really yeah. lame. Pat loves that. Like, yeah, what sports? I, I did I did cross country, track and field, and soccer. What were you a distance girl on track? I did the eight hundred. That was cool. my race. Cool. Middle distance. Do you feel comfortable? Is that what it's called? Yeah, mid mid distance. Sharing my do you, times. Do you feel comfortable sharing your eight hundred PR? Um, I I do, but I have to remember. I think it was two twenty five. It wasn't very fast. That's great. It was just, it was it was fast for a girl. Two twenty five is um fast. And I would I did have the school record with that for a while, which is really oh embarrassing God. for my school. Did you like oh anchor the four by eight? Yeah, definitely. Or no, four by four. Oh wow! Wait, you did a four by eight? We didn't have that. Uh, I'm sure there definitely are four by eights in California. So I don't remember I'm, that. There, I mean, there's also four by fours. There's four by twos, four by fours, four by eights, and sometimes there's even four by sixteen hundreds. But that's rare and kinky. At a kinky meet, they'll do a four by sixteen hundred. Oh wow! Guess who went running yesterday for the first time in a million years? Um, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> who? I ran on I ran on the beach so slow that people were stopping to ask if I was okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Running on the beach is hard. Yeah. Yeah, you have to get really close to the water so that it's like almost hard ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. but but then for me if I were, I'm wearing sneakers on the beach it does not feel good. It does not feel natural. The only thing that it felt was that because there was a little bit of like a slope, I had to like what it just you know what I'm saying like one leg was yeah. getting like so I had to like do one, then turn around to like even myself out. Yeah, you seem really. You seem like your legs are really <laughs> even right now. Do I seem really balanced and centered right now? Because I ran on the beach once in my mommy Lululemon clothes. <laughs> I'm trying to run. I have a little foot thing that keeps flaring up. It's ugly head. No, I can't run either because of all my injuries. What do you have? I have a bad toe, 
which isn't even like chic. Interesting. And I have a bad, I have bad knees. Mm. Yeah, we can this get a new more segment into on the podcast. Guys- I would love to. This is a new segment on the pod called "What Do You Have." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Wait, so you were a track what, girl. What's the deal with your knees? You were a track girl. You were a jock girl. Yeah. Yeah, I played soccer. I also played like club soccer. I feel like I was. I always just had like a a bag of like sweaty socks on my shoulder. But then I also wanted to be cute and popular. And it just yeah. it was a, it was like not a combo that was working. Well, I've always I always shared this at my high school. Um, the athlete girls were popular ones. That wasn't the case at our school. Really? No, I feel like I would have been jealous of you. Different. I feel like the popular no, I don't think you would have been. I feel like the popular kids at our school were like the party kids. They mm-hmm. weren't really in sports. Is that why you became a raver? Yeah, I feel like I just I just wanted to be popular, you know. <laughs> well, congratulations! You're in the most popular <laughs> podcast in the world. Thirty people <laughs> listen to this. Did you have a boyfriend? No, and how was and that? I think I had I had in high school I had like a couple of boyfriends for like really short periods of time where we, like, we didn't even kiss. Oh yeah. Mm. When did really you have your sexy? When did you have your FK first kiss? I think I was like 14, and it was actually I I was just thinking about this yesterday. It was in Reno. In a <gasps> hotel with a oh guy God. from Montana named Paul. How the hell did that go down? <laughs> yeah, but how did you meet Paul and Reno in a hotel? I was on a, novel. a sexy a novella. ski trip with my friend Christy. And we were with her dad, but we got to stay in our own room. <gasps> and we, like, went to the, like, the kids, you know, the kids' room with, like, the cool, like, yeah. air hockey table and stuff in the hotel? Yeah, there's, like, a teen lounge. Yeah, it was a teen lounge. And we met these two boys. I think they were brothers from Montana. And oh, we were just cool. talking them up, chatting them up. I think I must have been 13 or 14. Oh my but, God. like, not like a sexy, not like modern 14 year olds, you know? Yeah. The modern 14 year old is so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, um, but that's so, that's so being 14 is like. That's so American and Ashley to Wait, can I finish the story? Because it's really, really stupid. So Absolutely. we were like, <laughs> we were in the, for some reason, we like got, got each other's hotel room numbers and we like, we called them and they asked us, like, if, if, we like wanted to make out oh, and I think we God. said yes and then Paul came down and knocked on the door and I remember what I was wearing exactly what were you wearing it was like a pink t-shirt that had a rhinestone l on it which makes no sense because my name doesn't start with an l but yeah. it was like such a cute fit maybe yeah. it meant love maybe it meant love <laughs> that's right yeah it was I think it was the wet seal um, and course. then I remember taking off the rhinestones at one point and it just left like a mark. So you still had mm-hmm. the L, but it just didn't have the shine. Did you put the rhinestones on yourself? No, I bought okay. the shirt. Yeah. And with a, I was wearing baggy sweatpants that I had like rolled. Oh my God. I'm so jealous of you. Yeah. And he that, knocked on the cool. door. Nothing, nothing has ever been, nothing has ever been baggy on me in my life. <laughs> Everything is filled to the brim. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally so wearing a baggy knocks. sweatshirt. That's because it's my playfest. Okay, so then Paul knocks on the door. He knocks on the door. I look through the people, and who do I see? Blonde, a blonde heartthrob from Montana. Fuck yeah. I opened it, and we, like, didn't even speak. We just, like, started making out in, like, a really like, <gasps> feverish, fast, bad, bad, bad <laughs> Oh, bad my kiss. God. Wait, and did Christy make out with the brother? No. She was just in the room, and we did, like, a we did a really fast make out. Like, it, literally take a make out and put it on, like, fast motion. Right. We didn't even touch our bodies, didn't even touch. I was and then ask, he just left. Was it tongue? <laughs> was it tongue? Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Just checking. Just checking. <laughs> Who do you think I am a prude? Did you have fanny flutters to quote Mora from Love Island? Absolutely not. Like there was oh no it, it wasn't about it wasn't even about sex for me. It was just it was right. literally checking a box. And then I went home and I told my two like best friends who were who ended up being like skyrocketing past me and like in every sense of the word. Yeah. But I was the first one to kiss. Mm. Congratulations. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, that's huge. They were asking me all these questions and I felt really cool for like five minutes and then they like became really popular in high school and like fucked guys like a couple oh. years later. I wonder it's where so Paul hot is. to fuck guys. I wonder where Paul is today. <laughs> Wait, so Paul and his brother called you guys up and they were like, do you, do Christy, do you, Christy and Haley want to make out with me, Paul, my brother? And you were like, I would let make out with Paul, but Christy won't make out with the brother. And they were like, okay, just Paul will come over. Yeah, I actually don't remember. I think there was talk of making out on the ski lift the next day. Oh, cool. But we Do you think we get Christy happen. on the pod? <laughs> she lives in San Diego now and has a child, so. I wonder if we'll get Paul and Paul's brother A lot of people are just having a children. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I want to, um. I want like lately, I feel like I want to get, I'm like, want to give it all up, get pregnant, and go move away. See, but you know what's dangerous is because a few months ago I like had a scare, not even a real scare, but I just like got it in Mm -hmm. my head that I was pregnant and I couldn't be convinced otherwise. And for a second, I was kind of like, okay, like maybe we (laughs) could do this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then like, and like, I feel like if I had been pregnant, we might've kept it and been like excited. But now I'm like horrified by the idea and I'm like. I might have felt horrified by it after I'd already decided in like a, on like a whim. Yeah. I know it's it. scary. Like I haven't even gotten JFL new faces. I can't get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now I'm so excited for I'm so excited for the pandemic. Or sorry to get vaccinated. I'm and... so excited for the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it's so and... exciting. <laughs> the most exciting time of my entire life. No, now I'm like all I want to do is just like party. I'm gonna go back to my raver days when I wow. get this. I feel like this has rewired my brain, the pandemic, and that, like, I don't even want to do anything but, like, cook in a little apron. Ew, really? I feel the opposite. Like, I never want to cook again, and I never want to be in my apartment or be online again. I don't know what I, I want. Know. That's also a good take. Well, I was also thinking, I've been thinking about getting a studio apartment in Manhattan and using it for like work and also just like having a second place you should definitely do that i'm obsessed with that idea wait really because i've been looking at them and like i want to have like other freelancers come work out of it sometimes and like people can ship in a little bit for the rent i think that's a brilliant i would love to do that i think it's a brilliant idea that'd be so fun and i was thinking like if i go out in manhattan and i'm ever just like oh i'm just gonna like crash in my studio Uh, yes crash in your studio (laughs) Where's your main? Where's your main? I'm in Bed-Stuy. Oh, cool. I feel kind of, I like Bed-Stuy, but I'm, well, I'm actually in Stuyvesant Heights, technically, which is a little bit of, like, a further part of Bed-Stuy. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't always understand, like, where Bed-Stuy is. You guys are kind of close to each other, I think. Pat's in, like, far Bushwick. Wait, it's, like one... a, it's like a pizza slice in the center of Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. You but it. I can... You like pizza, right, Pat? You can picture that. <laughs> I love pizza. <laughs> you I just love, 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 love pizza. <laughs> yeah, you know pizza, right? It's just like that, baby. <laughs> thank, thank you finally for putting it in terms I can understand, Haley. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, oh, oh. It's time to hear about upstart. Let's freaking go. Y'all, when it comes to paying off debt, it can often feel like an uphill battle. High interest rates resulting in minimum monthly payments keeps you in an endless cycle of debt. And upstart can help you get ahead. 
I actually really want to do this because I am. I want everyone to say this with me at the same exact time as me. Bad with money. And I have <laughs> um, what I like to call crippling student loan debt and also credit card debt. And so I need to do this because when you think about too much different kinds of debt is when I feel an overwhelming pit in my stomach and wish I were someone who did not exist. So Upstart <laughs> is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. And that makes them want to still be here part of the world <laughs> uh, unlike other lenders upstart looks at more than just your credit score and I, that is great for me because my credit score is bad but i have other amazing qualities they look <laughs> at your income and employment history this means they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners with a five minute online rate check you can see your rate up front for loans between one thousand to fifty thousand dollars and you can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash seek treatment. That's upstart.com slash seek treatment. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash seek treatment. So wait, Haley, so you moved to New York and then how did your career absolutely explode and you become one of the most famous faces on my Instagram feed? Oh my God. It's, I just like to correct the record that none of that is true. Wow. I feel so. You're you're very successful. You have to own it. What does it mean to be successful, Catherine? You told me. Okay, a psychic told me, I'm like, I forgot. He literally was like, he asked me this question. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I kept saying the wrong answer. And I think it's about like, (laughs) I pay so much money for all these healers and I don't remember a single thing they tell me, but I think being happy is about like not needing anything or being successful. Sorry. It's about being happy. One time I gave, I've I've adjusted this on my podcast. I black out. (laughs) I'm like, One, one time a gay palm reader wearing one of those hats do you know those hats that are like wool but then like have a little brim yeah like newsboy? a newsboy cap a newsboy but like more even yeah yeah sure let's call it newsboy a gay palm reader reader wearing that at a party told me i would be kind of successful but not that successful wait not to one-up you but one time i saw this i was with my family there <laughs> visiting when we were in the east village we were walking around the east village and they like there was a psychic reader and they all sent me in as like a gag and then she she, she took my hand and she went you're gonna be famous (laughs) right after i moved to new york (laughs) and i was like i walked out and i was like (laughs) and now someone in the new yorker magazine is jealous of you (laughs) Do you know what's so funny to me about like mediums, medium culture is, um, or media, I guess they're called, um, is like, <laughs> Thank you. as they're commonly known. It's like, yeah. why are all these dead people just telling the medium the first initial of their name? Like, why, are, like, you know what I mean? When, when, like, it, oh, I'm getting a G. Like, does anyone here know a G? It's like, just have the dead person tell you the rest of the name. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think they're, they're trying, they're not fully connected. They're trying to get through and they're like, they're bouncing up against the wall and they're like, I'm, I'm feeling a G. What's the next letter? What's the next letter? You know what I mean? If I, if I was like a dead person, I'd be like Patrick Regan. Uh, tell I would like, tell that girl I'm Patrick Regan. She knows me. I wouldn't just be like tell her. I, <laughs> tell her it's someone with a P. You know what well, I mean? You don't know what it's like to be dead. Maybe it's hard to speak. 
Well, maybe I, it's hard to say. Another theory is that they aren't talking to dead people, and they just Google the most common first letter of names, and they're like, they'll know somebody with this letter. Oh my god! Yeah, Break my heart in two. Break my heart in two. You're Why so jaded, you? Haley. You're so jaded. And so New York has New, New York. York has yeah, it's ruined your Bay Area spirited, fancy free energy. Where is that eight hundred meter mid distance girl who believes that dead people really wear those dirty socks? Us. Grab those dirty <laughs> socks and get back to yourself, girly. Wait, so okay, you get to New York, and how do you make your D's come see? Wait. Dreams come true. Okay, yeah, D's come see. D's come see. <laughs> um, well, I actually moved here with a job that I ended Brag. up <laughs> Did you? Is that? Did you move here for Man Repeller? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, iconic. Yeah, Man Repeller. Like, I just sort of got that. I didn't even interview for that job. They were just sort of like, I think they were like in a in a in a rut or in a pinch. What's the word? They were really trying to find somebody, and they were despy. In a pinch, yeah. In a pinch, and they're they in a, a they're in a jam. They're yeah, jam. or or in a pinch. They could in a pinch. Th- something like it had to happen. Like, oops, like it's kind of too cute. Like in a jam, is like oh fuck. In no, a pinch is like in a pinch. Oh god, we need someone. Hey, we're in a pinch. Do you want to come in a pinch? Is like and in a pinch. In a rut was in a rut was definitely in a rut is more like we haven't written a good article in two years. <laughs> we're in such a rut. Can you come to New York and like yeah, yeah. How, wait, how popular how popular was Man Repeller when you? started working there i mean i was totally like a fangirl before i worked there like mm-hmm. this was big dream vibes like when they emailed me i like sobbed oh my god well it, it was an amazing site yeah i mean this was this was a while back it was like a much more personal it was very personal at that time like you really knew all the writers yeah um, in, a, in a really intense way which made it feel kind of like a blog anyway I moved here like they they offered me the job on like a contract and they were gonna like get they would transition me to full time if I was good enough so I, it might have not worked out but I like completely just quit my job HR bye bye you fired yourself for once yeah and then I broke like a lease on a really cute apartment that I just gotten <gasps> I moved here for half the salary oh my god and. Then it I it like went went really well and I got hired, and then I was there for like four years and then I left in in March like right as the pandemic started. Was it also like a big part of your social life or was it like work? Was it work and play or it seemed like work and play from afar? Yeah, it was. I feel like a lot of my friends now in New York, I feel like I met through there. Yeah, I, I feel like as a oh, fangirl yeah. of this site, I would always look and be like, those girls are having such a great time. We were. I mean, I think that like it was also really hard. I mean, I was thinking about those first yeah. few months, especially because I was so new to writing. I like didn't think I could do it, so I feel like I was having like panic attacks and stuff. But, and it was really hard work. Where did you meet really when you first stressed. moved to New York? Well, at mm. first I lived with my sister in Chelsea for a couple months. Oh, cool! And oh, then nice. I moved to Bushwick <laughs> with my new roommates. With your future lover. Oh my god! Now, what's your sister Chelsea's deal? She just moved. She just left New York and moved to Denver. But my brother lives in, lives in New York too. What what what's her job if she lives in Chelsea? May I ask? She's she's like a risk consultant. Yeah, things like Uh-oh, that. dangerous things queen. Like, things like that. Risk mm. consultant is yeah. Like, those are littered all over Chelsea. Those risk. That's when an insurance person's like. That's when an insurance company's like should we insure this person or is are they at risk of like? It's more that she like. Are, it's more that like tech companies. This is this is oh crazy. I see I see really I see it's... yeah yeah they like you know their processes have to like be very sound so she like helps make sure that 
she, she I, was, yeah, anyway. I thought it was more like, well, this person actually skydives, and so they are <laughs> absolutely a risk, and you should not enter them. And that is my official recommendation as um, a girl that lives in Chelsea. Isn't that the guy <laughs> from that? What's that movie with Jennifer Aniston and Ben Stiller? Yes, yeah. Along yeah. Came Polly. Along Came Polly. That oh. isn't that what he does? Mm-hmm. Or and it's also with a dash. Yeah, he's like, I have a spreadsheet that there's like a subway grate here, and it's like, okay. <laughs> That's also <laughs> what the dad on Gilmore Girls does. Oh. Like Lorelai's dad. I got interviewed on the street once about the return of Gilmore Girls, and so oh really? They were like, By so whom? what do you think? And I like some people. They were doing like I think Refinery Twenty Nine was doing like a supercut <laughs> of people like re- replying in the street oh about the return of Gilmore Girls. God, and they, I hate the world. I hate the world in which we live. Wait, the worst part. <laughs> the worst part is that I I was completely frozen up. I had a sweet green salad in my hand, which is classic, <sighs> and I was like. All I said was that Stars Hollow was iconic, <laughs> even though I've never even seen the show. And then they didn't even put it in the, in no. the video. The super clap. Wait, I have three I questions. One, does Refinery29 still exist? It does. Two, what's your sweet green order? Oh, I, I kind of, my classic is it, it's a modified harvest. Wow. Oh, you, cool. know, I, you know what I say? What? Boys love the harvest ball. <laughs> What does that make me? A skater boy? <laughs> it means you're a skater boy. It means you're a tomboy if you like the Harvest Boy. Yeah. Harvest is, it because it's, is it because it's very caloric? I, I guess so. But I think the thing with boys, in my experience, is that like, at least in my relationships, boys are like, they don't know that vegetables can like be cool and taste good. And they like, they try a sweet potato and they're like, fuck yes, sweet potato. And then they're like, boys love like balsamic sweet potatoes of course we do <laughs> wait so you think it's like not a healthy salad it's like a starter a starter pack no i think it is well it's I, mean, a gateway it has, vegetable I think salad. it is it, it is healthy but it does have rice in it so and like goat cheese yeah but it, no i mean it's healthier than like well, where i eat which is mcdonald's every day of my life well sometimes <laughs> i add cabbage and carrots i take out the sweet <gasps> potatoes because i think those taste like human flesh wow to add cabbage I love that. It sounds good. And sometimes I, and I always switch out the, the chicken for black and chicken because who's getting the normal chicken? The black and chicken I, is what psychos? amazing. I think I get the normal chicken. I didn't know the black and chicken. You'll love it. So good. Wait, so Haley, who are you now? Who is this girl that stands before me? <sighs> Honestly, I feel like I forget who I am in the pandemic. Like, I don't yeah. like not being able to put on outfits and like see friends and go. Like, one thing I realized about going freelance is that. I, I didn't realize that like who I was at work was like a big part of who I am. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, I was really, I feel like I was confident mm-hmm. at work and I was like, it was just fun to interact with people. And I feel like I really missed that part. Like, I don't know. Wait, I, my own I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. You for Shondaland, a woman who works at a blog and um, that's the show. <laughs> because- <laughs> like my sweet bitter. Oh, I never watched that. I read the book. I didn't watch the show. But it was all about her moving to New York and working in a restaurant. So mine would be like moving to New York and working at a meeting. Oh, company. yeah, yeah. Exactly. The book is so yeah. good. The book is really good, yeah. What was I going to say, though? Oh, you said, who are you now? Yeah, so at work, I mean, I get it. It's like being around other people is heaven, and now you're never around other people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm writing a lot. So I'm a writer in the simplest of terms. Can I ask you, how do you decide what you're going to write your newsletter about each week? I take notes throughout the week 
And then I pick something that I think I can go deeper on. But I, te- but I, over, over my break in December, I kind of turned off the newsletter for a while to like think to plan. And I made myself a new schedule so that now I do like an essay and then an interview with somebody, which I haven't done yet, but maybe I should interview you guys. Oh, yeah. I can have ma- you on my pod. For you're, once. Making, you're making me want to do um, a newsletter. You should definitely do a newsletter, Pat. I would love to read that. You read yeah. an essay in it and an interview and something else? Yeah, so I do one week. I, I, so for a month, I do an essay, then an interview. And then I do like, the essay is usually more like emotional and personal. And then I, the, the next one is more of like, like last week I did like a deep dive on community. It is more of you a got academic. cultural commentary piece. Yeah. yeah. And then my last of the month is an advice column where I answer five questions. Oh my God, questions. that sounds like so much work. I mean, it's my full-time job though. So. Oh, cool. That's yeah. incredible. Isn't yeah. that incredible? Yeah. She's a self-made woman. You're a self-made woman. That's right. Um, and are you in this, this man, not to be reductive, but are you in this man kind of on a track that might lead towards marriage? We probably, we're not really into marriage. Yeah. So hot. <laughs> so hot. We're very Kurt, Russell, and Goldie Hawn. Oh, goals. Epic goals AF with them too. <laughs> I think that we, if we stay together, I mean, we might get married, but we definitely feel like we are, like, if we believed in marriage, we would probably be, like, engaged right now. Wow. We might you know get married you- just for fun, but right now we're thinking we might just not want to. Can I ask you a question about your relationship? Yeah. In your newsletter, you mentioned that you guys do like check-ins. Oh, mm mm-hmm. So can you tell me more about that? Can you tell our listeners more about that? Because I've been curious personally, but I think also publicly listeners might be interested too. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, we've been kind of bad about it in the core, which is like when we really should have been the best about it because it's been so hard. Have (laughs) you been fighting more because of core? No, not fighting. More just like we both have so many emotions. Like we're mm-hmm. both always like teetering on the edge of depression. And so this constantly Oof. taking care of each other. Totally. But I think so once a month, it's for us, it's the first Sunday of the month. Oh my God. We like go to breakfast and we like talk about, we have like a checklist of things we go through. Do you want to hear the checklist? Yeah. Um, yeah of course. Yeah. I'm obsessed okay. with this. Um, I have to remember. So I think. So we kind of talk, we do like past, present, future. So we talk about like, how is the last like month been? How are we mm-hmm. feeling right now? And how are we thinking about our future? So like sometimes you'd be like, oh, I've been thinking more about like what we want, uh, like getting or buying a place together or like something like that. Or and so we'll check in on like that particular thing. It's so sweet. What does he do? Can I ask what he does? Well, that's not the end of my format. No, no, I know, I know, I know. Oh, okay, okay, man. I think no, um, Haley's the first guest we've ever had on the podcast who's like, hey, can you guys actually stop interrupting every single thing I say for <laughs> once in your life? And we're going to respect that. So go ahead. Go yeah, ahead, yeah. girl. Um, <laughs> he works in tech. Heard of it? Yeah, I have. He He's like a, <laughs> he's a business and, uh analyst wow so you're kind of in that world of consultants and analysts no but he's artsy he's like artsy too yeah he doesn't like identify with his job at all he's like a musician and um he like he's like he's interested in a million things he's very he's like a hobbyist he loves to draw and stuff like that Cool. He hates his job really the only reason I wondered is because I'm like oh you're thinking of buying a place like what is that what does that mean you know what I mean (laughs) Well, we're not really like, we're not, we're just more like, well, if we did, if we were hypothetically interested in like, what could we afford? That's like, how much money does your boyfriend make? Exactly. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I make cool. more than him. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. That's no, he, he does well. He does well for himself. But I think um we know we just were like, oh, if we, you know, if we wanted to get like a two bedroom in this part of Brooklyn, how much does that cost? And if we save, how much we're saving now? Like how many years away are we? So just mm. sort of that. We sometimes yeah. we do that. Wow. And wow. so what was I going to say? So go on with your last. Okay. So we do past, past, <laughs> and future. That's kind of just like a more general check-in. And then we do friends, family, fucking. Ooh! Oh my god! So you guys, have, so basically, you and your boyfriend get together and do an unrecorded podcast once a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Should we start recording? I really need podcast ideas. Are you kidding me? Recording that would be so fascinating. You'd be like the Esther Perel of like being in love. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we do like we're, we're like you know whose friends are like are your friends annoying me or like am I not seeing my friends enough or like oh. you know little fr- like. Sometimes I think the first time we did it was like the mo- the richest for like friends because you're like okay here's what I think of your friends yeah yeah, yeah that's intense <laughs> do you have friends do do two of you have friends that the other doesn't like it's more that like or actually I think the the reason that I had a lot to say that first time because I had just had a party where I like combined them and it was just like bad mm. a bad idea yeah and I like yeah. both of our friends but they're like our t- but they're really different so I think. I mean, I actually have a lot of different little groups in New York, and I don't feel like I have like a like a, a one mm-hmm. crew. So I always get a little bit stressed bringing everybody together. You know. Yeah, that is hard. Then you have to like make sure everyone's talking. It's a nightmare. It's a it's horrible. And then the next day, I feel I call it post party depression, where you're like, yeah, I don't know what that was. Do, you're like, I didn't do well. Whatever that means. Yeah. I yeah. think getting older is about realizing that like curating a group together is like very special, like important. I agree, Catherine. This is why we've been talking about our trip. I'm really excited about. It. <laughs> wait, wait, Pat can come too. Pat, yeah, Pat and Angelo should come. <laughs> I would hope so. Hundred I mean, percent. Oh my god, we're going five couples strong. Where are you this going? Is gonna be, we've been talking about doing like a couples trip upstate to like expose ourselves to. But I'm like, we should also do like a hang in New York. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, that too, of course. Okay, so you do friends. Family, and then so family. You, so family, we were sort of like, I feel like the, the only thing was that it was like, oh, we're really close with like one family, but like not as much the other one. Should we put more time yeah. in and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. That's and always then the fucking is always like a really fertile one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you're like, this is what I want, this is what I need. Yeah, this I think like Bobby to... was the first. Sorry. No, no, I was going to make an incredibly <laughs> funny joke where I say that when you talk about fucking, you actually do the cold stone. Like, I like it. I love it. Gotta have it about different sex things. <laughs> Wait, I think about those all the time. Back, yeah. Remember when Cold Stone or Cookie? Came don't you want like... some? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, Cold Stone came. It felt like it was going to change the world, didn't it? Really it? And, did. <laughs> and then it just disappeared as quickly as it arrived. Kind it, of. Well, no, it still exists. Slab, okay, yeah, but it's not relevant oh. culturally the way it was. I love no, Marble right. Slab. Now you know what it's. No, you know what it's about now. Now what it's about. What's filled the void of that is like. That um the kind of ice cream where it's like pounded into like a pancake and then you roll it up and roll put it in ice a cup. cream. Yeah, now Love that's it. what's now that's what's never had to change that. the world. Neither have I. It's it's kind of like it's not as it's kind of like Dippin' Dots where it's kind of fun because it's a different shape, but it's actually worse than ice cream. Yeah. Don't say that because I actually love Dippin' Dots. Me okay. too. Okay. So don't say that anymore I'm on my time. You can say that on your own time. Did you hear the different dots? Somebody, made, I don't know if this is a Twitter joke about how they're gonna like help store the vaccine. Are you serious? Oh my god! I love um like 
the crew that's kind of like being curated to like kind of solve the pandemic how it's like <laughs> dolly parton and of course dip and dots and like it's like the most random like avengers <laughs> course, coming together and pulling their resources now that's yeah. a marvel movie i'd pay 20 dollars to see wait so after friends family and fucking is that the end okay. of the checklist no then we have are the last thing is like third rail so like you can sort of or, or like like petty grievances kind of thing where it's like Ooh. this oh. is scary i don't know if i'm ready to be known and seen like the way you are sometimes sometimes we skip that because we just don't like i think the funny thing is that sometimes we like we'll end up getting into like a little fight like even though we were totally great before the check-in started oh really of course of not course. like an actual fight like we totally resolve it but like we're br- you're like dredging up shit that like you actually kind of got over yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're like bringing it up again, and you're like, I actually, mm. or you're, you're talking to something like, I don't actually care about this, but like it did bother me a little bit at the time. And then you're yeah. like, oh, why am I bringing this up? Yeah, 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 yeah. But mostly it's good. Mostly it's really, it's, oh, what I was going to say before was that I feel like obviously the first boyfriend where like we've talked a lot about fucking. Mm. Like, and I realize it's so much better. You just really do have to talk about it. It's so fun to talk about it. Yeah. What are you into right now? I feel like I always like go through phases where I'm like, right now I'm into this with fucking. I don't know. I don't. Do you guys go through phases or is it like? Hmm. Like I'm trying to think of what our phases be. What our phase are you in? We're in a phase where like. (laughs) We're in a phase. Okay, now I realize it's kind of a hard question. Like, I guess, okay, one phase I'll describe is in graphic detail is that there was a phase where we were really, like, the new thing that we were obsessed with was, like, <laughs> I'm disgusting. The new thing we were obsessed with was, like, me kind of bl- blowing him in between fuck. Oh, you know okay. I mean? like, like, hopping off and then putting it in my mouth was kind of, like, our... F- don't say I'm weird, okay? Don't... No one said you're, you no said you're weird. Yeah. No, no one said you're weird. I I did not say you're weird. I said ew, which is totally different. <laughs> How is it ew? It's no, beautiful. No, I'm just kidding. I have a weird um. I have a weird thing about mixing in that way. You know what I mean? Like, I guess because I associate. He likes like, all his food to be separated on the plate. Ooh, I guess I'm I'm more like after I've, like if I've already been fucked, then I'm like okay, that's been my butt. Like I'm not putting that in my mouth now. You know what I mean? know. I, I, I understand pink that. Eye for that. Okay, pink eye. For I don't sake. love the mix. I don't love the mix. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm so I actually just brought this up to be kink shamed, but by my no, friend. I think well, Avi, does, I think Avi does the mix more so than I. Do oh, that is really hot too. I think yeah. if I was straight, I would do the mix. You know what's hard? It's really hard for me to come from a guy going down on me. Oh, really? really? It's not hard for me at all. Okay, queen. Well, it's like, it's better when I'm like in more control. Like, or if I, even if I'm like on their face, that's usually easier. Oh my God. Because you you can control the pressure. (laughs) Pat, you're acting like an absolute Puritan today. You're acting, you're like, ooh, my friend's talking about oral sex toward me on our sex podcast. Whatever. Wait, so Haley, who do you want to be when it's your dream? Oh my God. No, I've been fully shamed by my dear friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm a whore. I'm a wretched little whore. Okay, no, I understand um, the control. Anyways. I feel like sometimes that's what I prefer if I like. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's beautiful. Now, Haley, who do you? We know who you are, which is an amazing girly girl. But who do you want to be? I don't know. That's not true. Is it? You want to be a screenwriter? You've indicated. Well, I actually don't know if I really want to be a screenwriter if I just like think that sounds cool. Or yeah, I think totally. I like the idea of like mixing media up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I really want to write a book. I I have an agent. We've been like working on an idea. But so I kind of want to do that. But I really want to write a good book. Like I don't want to write a bad book. There's so many bad books. 
Yeah. And then there's so much about everything. I'm always watching TV and I'm like, yeah, these people like sat down and worked really hard and wrote this and like thought it would be good and like it's bad and it's probably not anyone's fault. Do you know what I mean? It's so it's, scary. But it is their fault. Too many people are writing books. Is no, I agree. I also I think there's a thing where people are just t- trying to do too much at once. Like, I, I think the I'm really like writing a book i feel like i really would need to go away for like a year or two and like really work it out and there's no time or space to do that because you're also like then i have to do this and my podcast and whatever i think people are like that's when books end up being bad it's just people just kind of spit them out well i guess i'm, I'm talking more about like television i guess but um <laughs> and i was gonna talk, i was gonna talk more about books almost right and so, <laughs> i think with tv it's more of like you probably like the network gave them a trillion notes with like mm-hmm. the best of intentions but like didn't know what they were doing and just like you know whatever and then like there was so many people involved and it got to the place where like no one liked it and then they just put it out you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah 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 let's say they changed like it's like okay now you like it i don't know i like it you don't now okay this way no one will like it and then let's put that thing out there and kind of that'll be that you know what or I mean? they try to make sure everyone likes it which just makes like the worst thing totally yeah yeah i kind of i would like to be like i think i would like to be like a respected writer yeah i think you are honey Look me in the eyes. I think you already are. But let me <laughs> yeah, ask I you this. The New Yorker wrote a story about me with the headline, is this the media future we want? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I didn't. Well. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what I told you. But Back it was like it. praising you. No, it I, was nice. I actually really liked the writer, too. I don't mean to be like mean to her. I but... felt like I get what you're saying, but to me, it seemed like this is a new generation where like all kinds of ideas are going to be able to flow more freely because you're not being like restricted based on, you know, who I think that there's, there's like arguments for that, but I don't think she really brought them up in the piece, but it doesn't even matter. It's, it's, I think it was a cool article and it got you this great meeting. Yeah. I think so. I think Substack is not the most respected platform. So sometimes I'm like, Oh, what if I like had bylines at like fancy places? That's like my more shallow kind of desire. But I feel like totally. you you have and will do that. Yeah, I know. I, I just like need to pitch, but I never do. I think as a writer, you always kind of want to do the other kind of writing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people who are always writing screen, doing screenwriting stuff. Like I want to write essays or like a novel or something. And then people that are doing a lot of prose and fiction or like I, I really want to write a movie or like, you know what I mean? Like it always feels yeah, yeah. like the other thing is like uh, – will get more respect or something you know what yeah. i mean yeah like, that's, that's like how everybody wants to be a comedian but comedians do, none of, no comedians want to be comedians exactly exactly or get all actors want to be musicians and musicians want to be actors yeah right I feel, no, I feel like no one should want to be an actor because you're literally the lowest of the low like no one cares about you but then you're also the most beloved i know but you know what you mentioned to me when we were talking was like the um what did you call it like the the wave of like fame and cancellation and like this idea of like even talking about oh even talking about like uh sally rooney like you know everyone became so obsessed it's inevitable people are you know gonna shit on her too or i even saw like someone on twitter shitting on like phoebe bridgers who is so amazing and everyone's obsessed with her but it's like inevitable this thing of like you can't you have to crash yeah i mean especially not to make it about this but women yeah it is about that I feel like that cycle doesn't really happen with men. Yeah. I mean, women deserve it. We deserve it. We're we're so terrible. We're such (laughs) little bitches. It's very true. 
So, yeah, who? What's a man? <laughs> what's a man? Maybe like Jeffrey Star. Yeah, I think it does happen with gay men. Not to like again make it about that. Then <laughs> not to make it about how. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, it's, it's true. true. But um, no, I just read the book Writers and Lovers by Lily King, and um, I, there was things about it I didn't love, but it um, it's about this girl who's like writing a novel, and it does you know when like you're the book you're reading is about someone who's like writing and it like makes you want to write mm-hmm. Maybe, kind yeah. of it's kind of it, it yeah it yeah, romanticizes definitely. writing which often is so unromantic yeah exactly yeah what kind of book you're you want to work on a book of essays right Haley? yeah which is kind of funny because i don't even really read that many i mean i do read a lot of books of essays but they're not my favorite types of books i would rather <laughs> read my- a novel I am yeah. so opposite of you. I'm much. I'd rather write, read a book of essays. I'd really? rather read a novel. Mm-hmm. I just don't find books of essays very immersive. Like I like, I can like the essays, but it's not like I'm ever like looking forward to reading it at night. Exactly. Like oh my it's god, so can you tell me like you... a novel that's good? I can't. I can always fall asleep. I'm like, <laughs> Wait, what's what's? You can't think of a single novel you liked. <laughs> Sometimes I feel that way. <laughs> I like novels, but not not lately. Not since like college. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I like to like read books. Yeah, send me some racks. Yeah. Um, So that's your dream. And then I guess. I don't really. Yeah, I think my dream answer is really bad. You know what I want is just for the pandemic to be over. That's an amazing dream. That's my dream. Yeah. That's my dream. And I want to like see everybody and I want to hang out with people. And and I want to get this studio in lower Manhattan. Definitely keep me in the loop on that. I will keep you in the loop. Now, you want to do Crush the Week before we go, Pat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have one on hand? Let me think. My crush of the week is, um... Yeah. Oh, I'll say mine. Mine is okay. Bo Burnham, I think, because he was so cute. And, um, even though he turned out to be, like... Well, I'm not going to spoil, but... Don't, don't, don't. Yeah. I, I um, love him. I think yeah, he's so hot. I think, yeah, Bo Burnham. And also, I just remember being, like, straight in college and, like, watching his, like, yeah. comedy and being, like, <laughs> What? singing that's so weird <laughs> rapping what yeah, he's, my, he's my crush of the week my crush of the week is every lesbian on tiktok i have to get to oh you know who's my other tell us about tiktok culture what are the lesbians doing on tiktok well first of all to you know my tiktok algorithm thinks i'm gay for sure love <laughs> it's like all it's all like lesbian tiktok and they're all like they do like outfits and stuff and they'll just be like They'll like do a bunch of different. They actually some really good outfits though. Wait, did I find the one that there the lesbian TikTok one that I was obsessed with? Was it from your newsletter where she's like, "I'm the main character." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You. I am obsessed with that girl. I was like, <laughs> sometimes you see something, you know, when you there should be a German word for you. You're like, how did I not make that? Yeah, I mean, so... I love main character TikTok. It's really funny. That I want so you, good. Do you guys want to be on my stream of funny TikToks that I text people? Yes, Always. you know, you know who's I, I have to shout out this person, and she's also my crush of the week. I'm so obsessed with her, uh, Grace Coolenschmidt. Do you guys follow her? No, is she's that so a she's so funny. She's so funny. I'm so obsessed with her. Oh wait, I think she I does know TikTok. She I think too, but then she like migrates it to Instagram, where people like me can even find it. <laughs> where older older people like us can I, find it. She's she's you're, so I'm sure funny. Your TikTok will recommend her because she is a lesbian. Not to kind of publicly out her because that's one of her deepest darkest <laughs> secrets um but yeah she has really funny have like, to, stuff if you just get on tiktok and you start liking people that you like mm-hmm. then it will start knowing you and then you'll get like really good content fed to you 
I'm just in a space where I'm like spending so much less time on my phone and feeling really proud of that. And I don't oh, want to go wow. back. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. I know. My, my no, mom. I, me- oh, it's like what you, what I was just reading your newsletter and you said something about how like, what, what'd you say was dog shit? Like, oh, approval from your peers. Yeah. Shelf, the shelf life of like peer validation or something. It's like, oh, that's so interesting. you know what? It's just like, I, I don't care how many people, how many nice comments I get. I'm still going to feel like shit. I know yeah. it's 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 cruel, but you know what I like about TikTok is that like I don't have a I don't post on there and I don't have any followers, so I mm-hmm. like I, I I prefer just being like a lurker, like I don't have to think about my own role in it. Fair I'm enough. Not a creator. Fair enough. My crush of the week, I've decided is myself because oh, girl boss. I'm a girl because I'm a girl boss, pussy hat slay. Uh, my crush of the week is me because I made an amazing soup and um didn't drink for a few days which is hard for me and i'm taking care of myself brad okay. <laughs> i know so let's do our before we go though Haley, do you want to plug like where people can how they can subscribe to maybe baby where they can see your work where do you want people to follow you etc <sighs> Uh, sure. My stuff is not even very pluggable. I feel like I discovered this on another podcast, but, um, <laughs> on Instagram, I'm Haleemer. <laughs> Haleemer. <laughs> it's lemur. <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's lemur, like the monkey with an H. Don't call us, it. we'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe baby is the newsletter. You, it's haleynomin.substack.com. See, nobody's going to remember this and it doesn't yes, matter. Yes, will. That's not true. You can just, you can just Google maybe baby newsletter and you'll, you'll find it. That's it. Okay. Now to, to wrap it together, Pat. Well, first of all, Hey, are you mad at me? I'm not mad, but was I okay? You were incredible. Like kind of oh weird. my god! No, no, that no, is your. You are fucking amazing. That's, that, that's how sabotage. you know you're relaxed. You are in. Yeah, that's how you have imposter syndrome towards us. <laughs> I do. That's how you know you were in your body during the podcast, which is one of the best things to be. Um, okay, I'm, you. I'm, I'm not, not mad. At me. Pat, are anybody. you mad at me? No, I'm not mad at you. Okay. Are you mad at me? No, you seemed like you had more that you wanted to say. Oh, no. Oh. Um, no, I'm not mad at you at all. I actually have been feeling great towards you. Yeah, me too, towards you. Yeah, Haley, I'm not mad at you. Could never be, adore you, as okay, I no, previously Pat. stated. Pat, are you mad at me? Absolutely not. Absolutely okay. um, absolutely horny to have made your acquaintance. And oh um, <laughs> you're, I am inspired by you, by your the kind of writing you do. Like, is to me, like my like other side of the coin like what I, i'm like oh if i could just do that like what she does then then i would be a writer you know what i mean like well that I, if you ever want some me someone to edit your writing you want a little second pair of eyes let me know that would, would that would be incredible to. i, I can't actually really miss editing stuff. so either of you if you're ever writing something really and you want something. i would love that it's so helpful sometimes i'm like I got to show this to a few people before I show it to the world because who knows what I've, who knows yeah. what I've done. Yeah. Put me on the list. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I love you guys. Um, love you guys. Thank you for coming on. Love you guys. And we'll all hopefully see each other soon. Thank you so much zoot, for having zoot, me. Zoot. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.